What's up, hoes? Welcome to the, another episode of We're the Fuck with the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go eat some snacks while we smoke some marijuana, because we're in legal state, you narcs. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I have decided that today is National Be Nice to White Men Day. And I'm Brianna, and I'm never nice to white men. And I'm Max, and I'm also never going to be nice to white men. And I've been smoking weed like it's legal for 16 years. And I'm the host of Dope Flicks. Uh, check us out. And today we'll be watching the American neo-western action thriller, Those Who Wish Me Dead, starring Angelina Jolie. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations with our special guest Max from Dope Flicks and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. And of course, stay tuned for after the view for some headlines. How you guys doing today? Max, welcome to the show. Very excited to have you here. Thank you. Uh, if you guys if you guys don't brother. listen to Dopeflix, um I help Max out over there on uh, on Dopeflix. It's we we do some commentary tracks and just shoot the shit and talk movies and stuff. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Uh if y'all hear my dog barking, she's tripping. Um but yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to do kind of a, a different thing, more long form review, and uh, looking forward to this movie, regardless of what happens. <laughs> no, you're not. That's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that. Brianna, how was your week? You good? Oh my gosh, Brianna is just. She almost quit today because she's PMSing a little bit, so it was just not a good day to be a cross ma- her. Be a male woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had one person commented on how I delivered their mail, I would have probably beat them. Senseless. Can I actually give a shout out to the uh, USPS real quick? Yeah, 100%. We always do. We love our, our boys um, in blue. So, you know, a couple <laughs> weeks back, I uh, I ordered my weed through the mail. Um, shout out uh, my boy, Trap Boom Bap. Um, I ordered weed from Cali, a quarter pound to be exact. And USPS got it from my from California to my house in 25 hours and 58 minutes. That's impressive. So I just need to say shout out to you, Brianna. Thank you for your service. You're Thank you. And they've been under we some. Get those every day. They've been under some pressure lately, so that's pretty good. You know, I was thinking about it. This is what I think about when I'm walking around on the streets by myself, just throwing people's mail into the wrong mailboxes, whatever. I'm on the wrong street. Who knows? But I was thinking about how much stamps cost. I don't know. So don't ask me. It's not a quiz. I don't buy stamps. (laughs) I just deliver the mail. (laughs) But I was thinking about how much you pay for a stamp for that letter that you're sending. And if you don't send it to the right person, it just gets like bounced all around from place to place for just however much a stamp costs and that's all you pay for and as an american citizen the post office is free like mail delivery is free to you and you can come over to me and bitch at me that i didn't drop off your package but you know what i did and i scanned it and i put it in your mailbox did you ever think to check your fucking mailbox no i feel like that you didn't you called and you tried to get me in trouble don't what a snitch snitch ass no I, I feel like i feel like that rant didn't make any sense at all brianna and you're just like you're just upset as a male person right now you just you just got to start a podcast about angry male people stuff well look our our you know our postal service workers are overworked and underpaid 
No, they're not. Don't lie. They're the lazy. <laughs> they are the laziest people I've ever worked with, and I have worked with some lazy people. No, that's for sure. Yo, they got me a quarter pound of weed in under twenty six hours. These people are saints to no, me. No, 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 no. I will tell you just some well oiled machines. No, I can tell you some behind the scenes off off pod secrets about the mail <laughs> and how fucking awful it is. But it's a great place to work, honestly. Nice. Good See, I'm on that. We got that rural mail carrier. I don't know if y'all know about that. Where they just drive their own cars. Uh, I've never seen that's pretty bananas. I've never seen that. Oh yeah. Oh, they used to do that in uh in my town. There used to be a person that their car you drove on the other side of the in the car and they would drop people's mail off in like their really old beat up like Toyota Camry. Like Uber for mail. Oh yeah. Yeah. My lady drives a Ford Taurus on the opposite <laughs> side. That's bananas. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Don't ever come at it's, me about liking weird. not liking Columbus ever again. Hey man, fuck you, dude. Uh, right. Columbus till I die. Well, no shit, no edit that. Yeah, out. no, Not there's no Columbus fucking way. That's I getting die. broadcast like, to the it's world. Fuck Columbus, but uh, just a reminder: you can always skip this shit. There's uh, there's timestamps in the in the show notes below if you want to get over to tidbits. But before we do, I just wanna just wanna bring up the fact that I got censored this week on Dopeflix by Max. I had an idea for a restaurant that's like Planet Hollywood. Don't you get censored like every week? I do get censored every week, and it's actually com- <laughs> com- it's it's BS. Okay, so my idea is a restaurant, and it's like Planet Hollywood, but it's porn stars instead of movie stars. So you'd get like dildos, and there'd be like dried jizz on the wall, and like he censored me and wouldn't let me say any of that. And I thought I thought it was a, just a fine idea, and I think it's bullshit. What do you think it was? Oh, well, I called myself Mantis Carano, and I, that also didn't make it, and I think that's BS. Look, you specifically reference. You said, you didn't just say, like, oh, like, you said globules of fake jizz all throughout the restaurant. I said dry jizz on the wall, kind of like a Pollock, like a Jackson Pollock. You don't think there's dry jizz on restaurant walls anyway? He said globules, like big ass, like motifs of jizz, like three D sculpted, um, like imagineered by Disney type shits. Yeah, but how much? That's a lot of. That's a lot of semen. I. That's, that's I mean, too much jizz. You could just throw glue on the wall and call it a day. You could save up a famous semen, for you know what I mean, and make a an art art piece out of it. Like I wouldn't want semen art though. I would I Could wouldn't you? want jizz art. Should I'd you? want like I'd want body painting, like you know, you paint some boobies and then you slap up against a canvas or you, you take some some snappers and you kinda you know, you make some classy Georgia O'Keefe's out of those, but Okay, so maybe I don't know about semen art. That just doesn't unless you're gonna color it, like do you color the semen or are you just gonna let the the man do his own coloring. Oh, I feel like coloring it would make it That's, worse. See, like, like so, what's the point of having just semen art? Like, it's wouldn't it be hard to? I'm not an know. interior designer. Okay, I'm just saying maybe we should just let Planet Hollywood keep doing what they're doing. I just, I'm just saying, I think there's a market that could be filled. Would you eat there, Brianna? At the not if there's semen art. If there's jizz art on the walls, I'm not a big fan. If you okay, so. <laughs> 
maybe if you want to have some quirky drinks where maybe, you know, there's a jizz colored one or something where it's kind of like a white Russian, but you call it like, I don't know, <laughs> like a big old, jizz. like the globule of like jizz. A I feel like a white like, Russian would be like a good name. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you God. want to make some like fun drinks and play off of the payload, sperm, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's like that would you be. You just take a sip and you're like, this shit bussin. <laughs> but your whole bar menu could be funny plays on money shots and stuff like that. You could have tons of money shots. Think about that. But I'm just saying, Ooh. I don't know about jizz art. You I kind of I, now I have an idea of where this business would work. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and it would just operate similar to like a dick, a dirty dick's crab shack. Oh, okay. Ew. Yeah, we have Dick's Last Resort. Is no, that what? Or I think it's the same thing where it's like they just make they just write shit on your hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now, I think you know what I think that works actually. See, Mantis Carano coming to coming to the rescue. <laughs> know if you want to call yourself that dude i have been oppressed tidbits you're not built enough to be mantis carano oh that's mean Ooh. ladies and gentlemen the movie of the night is those who wish me dead the sequel to playing with fire it is based off the novel of the same name by michael cortia who is a new york times bestseller uh he has won many awards including the los angeles times book prize and the barry award which, if it doesn't sound impressive, it's because it's not. I looked it up, and it's a literary prize for uh, crime novels awarded annually. That's just a nerd award. Yep, it's by the editors of Deadly Pleasures, an American quarterly publication for crime fiction readers. So, so they love this guy. So that this he he writes books like The Lovely Bones. Like, there's no way this is gonna be. Did he write The Lovely Bones? No, he could have written The Lovely Bones oh. though. He has a lot of movies that have been optioned, but the only one I could find on IMDb was called So Cold the River, and it's yet to come out. Tell me that doesn't sound like it sucks. Why? Who comes up with... His titles need some help. I actually looked into So Cold the River, and it sounds like shit. It's filming right now. Who's, is there anyone who's in it? Uh, it? I did not see like any one single person I recognized. You get a synopsis or like just in general, like a summary. What's it? What's it about? Uh, it's just like a small town murder, Oof. disappearance type bullshit. See, yeah, this guy's and he's gonna probably have a few more coming out just like this. He's he's gonna cash cow. They're gonna tap. Just get like shit movies, kind of like you know, like Mystic River and all that stuff. You see, those were good movies though, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Lovely Bones is where it stops. The Lovely Bones was weird. Yeah, I did. I didn't enjoy that. Uh, Michael Cortia also he also wrote this screenplay uh, with help from Charles Levitt and Taylor Sheridan who is also directing this movie Charlie Boy wrote Blood Diamond and the Warcraft movie he also wrote some other bangers too Heart of the Sea some dumbass movie uh, <laughs> The Express <laughs> which was the Ernie uh, Ernie Johnson movie I think uh, Seventh Son Seventh Son <laughs> and and Wait, wait, do you, Kate I have Yes, dude, that's the last one I have. St- starring Kate Kevin Pax. Spacey, Gay Pax. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I saw you wrote K Pax, I was like, no way. <laughs> that's that's Yo, the one that did it for me. I have written down what an odd of assortment of films to have written. I know. Warcraft? 
He's like, yeah, let me do, uh, let me do Warcraft. And let me do that Diamond. Leonardo DiCaprio blood diamond movie about about Africa. Uh, can I do some dumbass movie about a guy in a boat? Is that the one with Chris Hemsworth in it? Yeah. I just remember seeing the pictures of him, like all like skinny and dirty, and I was like, no, I don't want to see that. Not a fan. I want to see him fat, like Thor. I mean, I I got to assume that this guy is one of those screenwriters where he just like. People are like, hey, do you want to write this? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, Which is, that's hey, in time. Like, that's that's <laughs> hey, awesome. Like, we've that's... talked about this on Dope Flicks. Uh, we are pro getting the bag. Yes, pro. Yeah, always. Always get your money. Get your money. Do your thing. Write Warcraft. Write K-Pax. Write fucking Those Who Wish Me Dead. Do whatever you got to do to get that money, B. Which is kind of what Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Sheridan does at this point. because Which he's a favorite I'm kind of worried about. Depending on how this movie goes, I'm kind of worried about our, our king. He he started out acting like I he, I don't know if he has much much like say in this overall movie. He is directing it, but so Taylor Sheridan, if you don't know, and you probably do if you listen to this show, he started out acting and turned into writing at the right age, ripe age of like forty. He has created films like Sicario and Wind River, Hell or High Water, Without Remorse, of course, which we uh, watched last week or a couple weeks ago. Go check out that review. Uh, the show Yellowstone. Uh, which he'll also be writing the prequel for that's coming out, and he's doing like three more shows that are coming out. One about a marine who has to befriend a daughter of a terrorist. So yes, you have every right to be kind of nervous about what he's doing. He's putting his name on a lot of things right now. I mean, if he's getting the bag, I can't blame him. Like he's kind of a hot man. Like look, anything he does, I'm gonna watch. I'm sure y'all are the same. So the the name sells. Yeah, it's true. He's, uh, I, I, he didn't, they're really putting this as a Taylor Sheridan movie, but I feel like it might, it might just be more his, like, more directed by him than written by him. His writing is pretty solid, so I'm, I'm nervous about the writing tonight, I'm not gonna lie. I think the acting's gonna be fine. It stars Angelina Jolie, uh, fucking Nicholas Holt, who was Nux, the Witness Me guy in Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Also, uh, Beast in Days of Futures Past. He's just fucking everywhere. Big fan of uh, old Nikki Holt. Tyler Perry's in this. Oh, God. I hate Tyler Perry. <laughs> Aiden Gillen's in this, who's Littlefinger. Look, and, look, uh, it's fuck Littlefinger till I die. No, but give me your give me your Tommy Carcetti from the uh, Wire accent. <clears throat> hey, it's me, Tommy Carcetti. Uh, Kakeri for me, I'm doing a little, this is a little too much Brooklyn. Uh, I gotta really do a little more Baltimore. 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 <laughs> John Bernthal's obviously in this too. He's a favorite. Love King that dude. King of Kings. He's the Punisher. He's always gonna be the Punisher. I just love how he talks. He's just so cool. He's like He's cool, so right? Cool. <laughs> First season uh, of Walking Dead 2, R.I.P. So there's another person in this, uh, Jake Weber. Who I guess is playing like the kid's dad. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the show Homeland. Jake Weber is in this show, in that show, and he plays like an Alex Jones like radio host type on that show. I watched the and, first two seasons of that show. Dude, he's too good at it. Like I, whenever I see him now, I'm like, dude, that's fucking Alex Jones. He's the main character in like the 2006 Dawn of the Dead, right? <laughs> is he? Yeah. He is. I looked him up. He's he's the guy. He's the main character of Dawn of the Dead, two thousand six. Oh man! If you if you Google him right now, the first picture that comes up is like a fucking all timer, dude. 
He looks like uh, Gardner Minshew from the fucking Jaguars. Yes, yes, yeah, that's him. That's bananas. Um, the fucking the kid's name in this is Finn Little, and he was in a movie called <laughs> he was in a movie called Storm Boy, and he played the role of Storm Boy. So cool. that should be exciting. Yeah, <laughs> like Shark Boy. Yeah, no, dude, he looked real sad. He was Shark like Boy is way cooler. Yeah, Shark Boy is way cooler. Um, this movie's being produced by New Line Cinema. Shout out New Line Cinema. Shout big out fans New over Line at Doflix. Yep, big fans, big fans. Putting out so, a lot. They put out a lot of hits. Yeah, a lot of hits. Probably not this one though. Tyler Perry was supposed to supposed to produce this, but they like I think they squeezed him out and just gave him a role instead. Dude, look, Great. I. I fucking hate Tyler Perry. <laughs> like, I fucking hate Tyler Perry. Like every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, can we get literally any other black person to play this role other than this man? Do you like any of the Medea movies? Are you absolutely like, not? I feel no. like the Medea movies are mad exploitative. <laughs> House of Brown, like the TBS shows that used uh, to be on. trash. I agree. I agree, but I don't like to say it because I'm not a black man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it'd be racist if you said it. I know. That's why you can. That's why I'm. That's why I'm agreeing with you right now, as you say it. So, so nah, I can just pick not, it back. Not a Tyler Perry fan. Also, like, let's be real. Like, that man is a billionaire. He has his own movie, like, studio lot with a one-to-one replica of the fucking White House. That's bananas. I didn't know that. What? I, I, yeah. I knew he had the lot, but I didn't know he had a one-to-one replica. A one-to-fucking-one, dog. Brianna, did you know that? No. That's a that's that's like these must have a lot of land down there. Where I is think it? it's like something crazy. Like it's like a thousand, two thousand acres. It's in Atlanta or in Georgia. In Hotlanta. No, Hotlanta. It might be Hotlanta, but I know that's where he does a lot of his. I mean, that's he he films all his movies down there. This movie was shot in New Mexico over the course of three months from May to July 2019, and they actually had to construct an entire fake forest in the desert. Why didn't they just grow a fucking forest? Yeah, that seems really dumb. Because of Max's least favorite part of this movie, which is the fire. Yeah, but that's not even real. It's not like they were actually setting fire to things. (laughs) They were probably setting shitty fires. (laughs) Dude, you guys know it flopped this weekend, right? Like oh, Spiral, it? It, yeah, Spiral did really well. I guess it opened up at like eight million, but that's pandemic numbers. But yeah, I guess it, I guess it flopped hard. That's all I could find about the movie was that it just sucked. <laughs> well, and that Spiral was much better. <laughs> I, I want to go see Spiral at the studio or at the theater, but I just pulled up uh, the studio locations for Tyler Perry that he has. Is that cool if I list them off real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> so it's a three hundred and thirty acre. Uh, it's the former Fort McPherson complex in Southwest Atlanta. Um, it has a 50,000 square foot dedicated like sets, like permanent sets. Here it goes. Airplane. Bank. Now these are full replica sets. Baseball field. Chapel. County jail. Modern courtroom. And then courtroom. I don't fucking understand that. What the fuck? Coffee shop. Cul-de-sac. Classic Diner, Farmhouse, Historic District, Lakeside Cabin, Luxury Hotel, Mansion, Maxineville, Motel, Post Theater, Prison Yard, Rustic Cabin, which is obviously different than Lakeside Cabin, Tennis Court, Theater, Trailer Park, (laughs) 
White House, the Dream Building, and then just Green Space. This dude's got a whole town. That's fucking crazy. Imagine you're just like stumbling upon that one day, not knowing what it was, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? It's like Westworld. <laughs> Why the fuck is the White House next to a trailer park? <laughs> You'd be like, I'm in the Truman Show. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'd be like, where are all the fucking robots? <laughs> and how big's it? How many acres did it say? It's 330 acres, which, you know, for you uh, city folk, that's a lot of fucking land. That's a lot. Of, yeah, that's... You know what it sounds perfect for? Hmm? It sounds perfect for a porn star themed Planet Hollywood. Bingo. Oh, a whole amusement park. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything <laughs> about the semen art, though. Planet Jizz, presented by Tyler <laughs> Perry Studios. <laughs> See, they could do like Star. We could do like Star Wars: A New Whole Ride. Oh, I don't know if Disney's letting us get away with that one, dude. Oh, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. We, we stole from Netflix. So we Whoa, from hey, Disney easy, next. dude. We shilled for Disney last episode, <laughs> just so you remember. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Oh, yeah, we love Disney. Never mind. We love I'll Disney. Send us a check. We love Disney, but the people did not love this movie, apparently, because at the time of this recording, it has a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, based on 9,600 reviews. It also has a 61% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 139 reviews and an 85% audience score based on 250 reviews. It also has a 58% on Metacritic, which is not great, and 72% of Google users like this movie. And that's low for the Google users. They like everything. Google users are hogs at the trough. They do. <laughs> and so for them to be at 72%, that makes me worry. So what do you guys think? Honestly, like, after watching the trailer, I can totally see, like, I had much, my expectations when I first watched the trailer are much different now, after just seeing the reviews and kind of focusing more on the trailer, like, I just, I kind of feel like I know where they're going to fuck up. And I have some trailer thoughts, but I would, I want y'all to get y'all's out first. I already have one huge problem with it. When I was trying to find the really long synopsis. And I know that, you know, we're at a certain age where we're not sure how old people are, but the synopsis says a teenage, and I was looking at Finn Little, and he kind of looks like a kid, like a, a small child. Like I an eight-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like an eight-year-old. He doesn't even look like a preteen, and I was kind of just standing there like, what? But you know, synopsis is lie. I almost thought of my own, but then I just thought it wasn't as authentic. You make pretty good ones. I like when you do them. What are your, what are your thoughts on? Uh, well, I'm. Are we gonna wish we were dead after this? <laughs> I just like Taylor Sheridan, and I don't want it so to fucking just, suck. You you're know, just simping for Taylor Sheridan. Well, but when was the last you time whore. Angelina Jolie had a good movie? You whore. You know what movie I really like that Angelina Jolie's in that is an absolutely terrible movie, but I can't not watch it when it's on TV? Talk that talk. No, salt. Oh, no, I was saying, like, talk (laughs) that talk. (laughs) Tell me what it is. It's like Salt. I love that movie. I love it, but it's, like, it's so bad, and it's just, it's very... It's an FX movie. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's, 100%. it's a perfect TV movie. Like when you're when it's on TV, you're like, oh yeah, I'll flip it on. Like okay, I'll I'll watch it a little bit. But man, is she 
just a treat in that. Do you just get, and then you have a, what's his face, Leah Schreiber's in it, looking like a snack. He plays some crazy guy, and then, I don't know, there's the other guy in it, her husband, he's kind of a nerd. But this movie, <laughs> this movie is also going to be an FX movie. It's going to be the same exact kind of movie. I can just feel it no in my fucking doubt. balls. No doubt. Do, do you guys have any other tidbits or thoughts? I don't think I ever want to see this again. Um, I haven't even seen it. In the first opening like dialogue in this trailer <clears throat> is John Bernthal going, Why'd they put you in a fire tower? <laughs> and <laughs> Angelina Jolie just says something dumb. But I, like the whole time I'm thinking... Well, John, it's because I fucked up, got my whole team killed, and I should have sought help in therapy, but I refused to work on myself, and I wouldn't resign. So they made me come live out here till I off myself or quit. <laughs> that's basically, yeah, that's basically the movie, I guess, in a nutshell, huh? Yeah. And I did have one little uh, little factoid, um, two, actually. One, Nick Cage was considered for a role in this. Really? They didn't say which role, but they said Nick Cage was considered for it. Probably would have be been better. boy. <laughs> that would have been so <laughs> yes. That's Oscar stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay a hundred dollars for this pay-per-view of Nick Cage pretending to be an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> I'm only gonna be able to watch this now and just think of Nick Cage as a little boy. <laughs> oh shit. Um Alright, so the other tidbit is Taylor Sheridan was initially brought on to rewrite the script. But when another filmmaker dropped out of directing the film, I couldn't figure out who it, who it was. He called the studio with an offer. He said, if I can get Angie to do this with me, Angie, by the way, who the fuck would who the be fuck? like, Yo, Angie, they'd be like, who are you talking about? What do you, um, what do you, yeah, I'll direct what it for mean? you. Is it your wife? Like, right. And he said, he said, the studio said, great. You'll never get Angie. Well, folks, that's a freezing cold take. Cause believe it or not, Angelina Jolie is in this movie. <laughs> Was John Cena busy and he couldn't get him for this one? <laughs> you know what I would have loved to see? I would have loved to see our girl Judy Greer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Uh, wait, Max, have you seen uh, have you seen the John Cena firefighter fire jumping movie? Uh, the one where he's like about the kids. Yeah, Brianna, what's it called? We were playing with fire. Playing with fire, so high. Playing with fire. This is definitely a sequel to that where Judy Greer, just like after she loses her shit, becomes a fire jumper because John Cena dies. And then they just couldn't get her, so they had to get Angelina Jolie. That would be awesome. All right, Brianna, load it up. Lock and load. A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. No, oh my goodness. That's Jesus just, Christ. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh. Wait, twin assassins? Isn't one of them Tyler Perry and the <laughs> yeah. other one is not Tyler Perry? <laughs> yeah, twin assassins, bro. That, that should be the name of this movie. Oh, fuck everybody. Pack up your bowls and grab your soup and your stews and... No, just shit, soup. Huh? We're not grabbing stews. Fuck those stews. We're only soup. Soup and yogurt <laughs> only. I like the stews. Yogurt. All right. I'm definitely know. a soup person. <laughs> oh, Mantis hates soup. I hate soup. And in three, two, one. <sighs> We're back <sighs> from watching those who wish me dead. Um, 
as always, here at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags. Um, we are always trying to stop Asian uh, Asian hate, so I'm going to let Brianna go first. Wow, thanks. What a polite white person thing to do. Because you feel no, guilty. No problem. Because you feel N- guilty. No, I'm I'm just uh I'm doing that thing where like uh like You're I heard pretending to be nice to me for five seconds? This it's called white knighting and like you as a white person you, you go out of your way to help uh people that aren't white so that they He's virtue signaling. Mm. And then next month you're gonna forget about us. Yeah. So what'd you think of the movie? Well, certainly didn't need to watch an hour and forty minutes of it. You probably could have just watched <laughs> The trailer or read the synopsis and you would have figured out the whole thing. <laughs> First and foremost, this was a movie. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happened. That, hey man, like they has got that going for it. But all in all, I did not uh I was not very entertained by this movie in the right way, but I was entertained in a different way. Um You can't can't win them all, Taylor Sheridan. Oh, uh, he sh- he was on a good streak though. This movie was fucking boring. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, the shots were great, in my personal opinion. A, a lot of the shots. Not every shot. Um, a lot of them were beautiful. Some of the bigger bigger shots. Structure was fucking weird, and there were scenes that just happened for no reason. Uh, at an hour and 40 minutes, the first act was like a fucking mess. Like, I can't, I can't even... I'm glad it was only an hour and 40 minutes. There was a specific scene where we were shitting on it in the very beginning, where the kid goes into a field and he starts petting a wild horse. And you you asked me, Max, you were like, why is this scene happening? No reason. No, it, it, And, like, there was reasons it could have happened, but nothing ever came from it. And it's just a weird fucking scene. And that's pretty much the whole movie. Like, in a nutshell is, what for What a me. weird fucking scene? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, like, each time I was like, what a weird fucking scene. Like, where was the midpoint? Part of me wonders if like COVID had a big impact on what happened. No, or well, I, I don't think yeah, so because right. it, it filmed you're from right. May to July in 2019. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> so it's like a fucking a whole year before. Like this movie, I will say, I will say, if they actually built the forest, that's fucking super impressive. I couldn't tell what was CGI forest and what wasn't CGI forest. If there was CGI forest. Or maybe they were just taking shots of a forest from somewhere else, and then the built forest was just that ending scene. I believed the whole thing that all, all the bush looked real. <laughs> all the bush looked real. So it that didn't was that is, does New Mexico look like that? That was thick bush. That was really thick bush. Dude, yeah. So like, does New Mexico look like that? Hey, shout out uh, and let us know if New Mexico actually has a shit ton of trees and valleys that we didn't know about. But I'm. I think we're all just thinking of like Breaking Bad. But also, you know, shout out to the set. Whoever was the set director for this, because they did a great job. They did do a great job. I will say, I guess, that Colorado is connected to New Mexico, so maybe there's like a, you know, like there's a. You there's think a there's park. a hard stop at the Colorado state line? <laughs> no, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to figure that maybe there's not. And there's no more, tree over the line. Tree. <laughs> yeah. No, I assume there was no step on snake. Yeah, I, I assume there was no trees in New Mexico, but I guess that's the just minute it turns to New Mexico, it's just tumbleweeds. <laughs> Well, there's all the only. Where do you think they brought all the trees from? Uh, probably the the, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Brazil. They harvested them in Brazil. Rami Malik, come to Brazil. <laughs> br br. The only thing to uh, the only thing to do in that forest is flick your bean, which 
which Angelina Jolie does a lot in that movie. Just Till she gets her tower. hands all jacked up and she can't, <laughs> takes her out for a while, benches her. <laughs> I bet she needs a therapist. That's what she needs, man. Yeah, dude. She really could benefit from like some talk therapy. I mean, she would never have been in this situation if she had been doing, you know, better help. I don't know. No, yes, definitely, uh, definitely look up some better help. Well, well, you know, like this, if you really want to get deep on this shit, this movie did a horrible job of making mental health just look like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps and face oh, your fears, absolutely. snap out of it kind of thing. Like, you just got to go against the fire and don't freak think about those dead kids anymore. Don't think about them dead kids. Get blackout drunk. <laughs> Lay in the crick and lean back. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's how Angelina Jolie survives. Uh, she lays in a crick. That's how she survives mental health. <laughs> she does a little gator thing. Yeah. And then at the very end, she's like, yeah, I'm better now. That was That was some pussy shit I was on, clearly, so. It's all good. <laughs> Jokes on her. The kids weren't even real. <laughs> Clearly, I need to get over it. Overall, for me, this movie just amounts to a big bowl of nothing and will 100% live on FSX for years to come. No, like, not even. Taylor Sheridan is going to hurt his reputation with movies like this if he continues to do shit like this. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, knock it off, Taylor. Come on, man. You're better than this. I mean, I guess we can, like, because, you know, earlier I talked about uh, he was originally brought on to rewrite the script and then ended up directing after whoever was supposed to direct fell out. And I just feel like a lot of the wheels were already in motion and they were probably just like, hey, man, we'll just cut you a really nice check if you just uh, do this. And he was like, OK, I'll do it. His name's big enough, you know. Uh, clearly, he he got me, he got us to watch it. You know what I mean? Like that's we were excited for it initially. Like, hey, Taylor Sheridan, that's good shit. He writes good stuff. I mean, to that point, Max, if this is what all the movies are gonna be like that are based on these guys' books, I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> dude. I'm absolutely good. Like to the to the wind snow followers or whatever the fuck that that other movie is coming out. Like I'm good, man. Like nope, I don't think I'm gonna give that one a shot. Even if Taylor Sheridan's fucking directing it. <laughs> this is just like a coke book. This dude was coked up as fuck, and he wrote a book, and this is the book. It's like, the book's probably pretty lame. It's just a, it's just about, like, maybe, like, three relationships, and I guess it's just supposed to be, like, emotion-provoking. That's all I can figure. Like, it's just supposed to be like, oh, it's a, it's a low-key crime book, but also, like, you're supposed to get attached to this woman and the little boy. I don't know, man. Nothing in this movie was wrapped up. That really bummed me no. out. Nothing at all. So. That... I mean, we're still stuck with the most major mystery of the book. <laughs> or of the movie. Which is? I, I, you know, I don't want to say it until we're in the spoiler zone. Uh, okay, well, why don't we... I, I'm good on initial thoughts. Uh, if you don't... To be honest, you should just come right into the spoiler zone with us because you're not missing anything by stopping here and watching this movie. Uh, what what kind of what kind of rating are you giving this, Max? <clears throat> so, I tend to rate things off uh, more entertainment value, uh, and I don't really like to shit on a lot of movies too bad because I think all movies have their own like merits of entertainment. Um. This movie fucking sucked. And after some thought, 
Um, and you know, contemplation. I I can't give this movie anything higher than a sixteen out of fifty. That's respectable. <laughs> I don't even. I think that. 16 is extremely generous. I'm probably going to give it a 10 out of 50 because there was so many things on YouTube that I could have watched instead of this. I made dinner in the <laughs> yeah. middle of it. I ate dinner in the middle of it. I didn't need to see a thing. I, you, you could easily put a playlist together and enjoy way more of your... We could have you could do your taxes games. during this. <laughs> yeah, I I would have rather watched Blank Check again than watch this. Oh, movie. absolutely! Don't disrespect Blank Check like that. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, I watched, yeah, this is respect. I'm just saying. Blank I Check. watched it last week, and I'd I'd rather watch it again within a week span, twice in a week. If uh, I'm giving it a 17, that's um I'm right in the ballpark with you guys. I'm only giving it a 17 because I respect Taylor Sheridan. And you guys know that I that, that I fuck with that man, and uh, it was on streaming too. Yeah, it was. Yes, see, that's a big. I didn't have to go to a movie theater, and I didn't have to get COVID. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything else for this. Not definitely not getting COVID for this movie. Which, by the way, I rec- recommendations wise for me, not Absolutely recommending not. it. Not even for jokes. We had a good time watching it, the three of us. I really enjoyed it, fun time. But I don't think that other people will have the same experience have, unless they're like I, with people unless you're with yes. a group of people man like if you got three of your buddies and y'all got you know like a quarter of bud a couple beers and you want to make fun of a dumbass movie watch this movie yeah you might also get bored pretty quickly if you're not as funny as us just just saying. it did go it did go by pretty quickly i felt it went by quick enough it was very smashed together things just happened it was like here's a scene here's a scene Hey, I'm 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 John O'Houlihan from Boston. Like, what's up? I'm an assassin. I'm here to get you. Like, Jackie, Patty, what's up? Like, that's really ah, don't kill my husband. I have a black wife. No, like that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. Uh, also, our boy Tyler Perry did not show back up. Oh, we did. Yeah. Like oh, speaking yeah. of, like, yeah. You know what? Let's just get into the spoiler zone. I'm really sorry to say, I didn't. No, I didn't no, know it's, might, like, no. That's yeah. not even a spoiler. Favorite parts, least favorite parts. But before we get into that, Tyler Perry. Well, why was he even in this fucking thing? He showed up for five seconds. He was the supposed boss of these like twin assassins. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest mystery of the whole movie. Was how the fuck were they twins? That's that's what I'm saying. That my favorite get part of it. the movie was the twins, and only because they were so weird. Resolve that for me, please. Somebody, like, I'm just supposed to believe that. I need closure. Fucking Nicholas Holt and Aiden Gillen are twin brothers, Jack and Patrick Blackwell. They didn't even have, they didn't speak a lot at all. Uh, they never really understood the brother thing. One time, one time, Littlefinger says to Nicholas Holt, he calls him brother-in-law. And I was like, okay, is that, are they, I don't understand. But, but they have the same last twins? name. <laughs> Maybe Nicholas Holt is married to Littlefinger's gay brother, and he took his last name. Mm, it's I should not have assumed. I'm. I'm I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's, we don't assume things over here. We're the fucking popcorn bags. But in reality, let's get into it because favorite parts, the twins. The, 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 I mean, it's clearly none, but the twins. 
Like, what did you guys think of the twins? Like, could that's well, the why... only entertaining thing to talk about during the whole movie. Hard agree. Hard agree with that. I, I think that the twin, the twin angle made this movie five times more enjoyable for me. <laughs> like watching it with y'all and like just the fact that we're just supposed to be like they're twins. Like for an hour and forty minutes, you're just wondering about this. Now they reference them being twins, right? Yes. In the movie. So Nicholas Holt. And the synopsis. Yes. And Nicholas I Holt swear and I didn't Aiden Gillen are, are twins, supposedly, in the movie. They're twins, and they're also assassins. They're not great assassins, by the way. Uh, Terrible but, at their job. But not comical, either. Um, and Nicholas Holt is really sweaty the whole time. Uh, he can't stop sweating, and... They say the N-word a lot. They don't really say the N-word a lot, but they look like they say the N-word a lot. Uh, and They're Boston boys, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen Nicolas Cage as one of them. Uh, Nicolas Cage and, and Nicholas Holt as the twins. I definitely would have rather have seen Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, why why go why say they're twins and then cast it? Maybe like, that's how they like, became twins. I just want to, like, this movie as a whole, right? Just so the people know, if you're not going to go watch the movie, essentially what happens is, uh, well, well, a lot happens. There's two stories, essentially. There's the little kid, and his dad knows some type of secrets, some type of government secrets. He's like a fiduciary uh, for the mob or something. And he there's hits out for all these, like, prominent people, and he's one of them. And he decides to evade and go into the woods. But the hit, the twin hitmen, the twin assassins, they find him and they end up killing him and his son ends up on the run. Meanwhile, Angelina Jolie is PTSD flashbacking because she killed a bunch of kids in a fire. She back killed in the three day. kids. She didn't kill them. <laughs> she, okay, you she, made it sound she, like she tossed him in there like Maleficent. She, she didn't save them because she's a bad firefighter. But they, for some reason, still gave her another job. Hold up. There were three, by the way. There were three dead kid flashbacks throughout this movie. That's incredible. That's too many. That's too many. There's three and not, dead kids. And to the point where, like, you, like that's even better to do, like, that, that, like, if there's three flashbacks of these dead kids and then all of a sudden she, like, saves one kid from a fire at the end and she's good. Like, this clearly That's negative, her. too. That's still negative, too. That's true. So, like, she should still see... She's not going to see a therapist. She's like, I'm good. I have one question. What's that? So, it seems like her team, except for one person, died. How come none of the rest of her team carries any kind of emotional baggage? I think it's... Did she kill her team or just the kids? She didn't kill her team. Just the kids and one team member. There was one team member that got killed. She blames herself because she didn't know which way the wind was going. She called it wrong. And so that's why (laughs) the kids and the one person from her team member died. Or her team died. She's not fucking Pocahontas, okay? She doesn't know where the wind is going. And then, like, meanwhile, her team is just fine. They're over here in a bar making fun of some guy because of the way he looks and because he has a girlfriend and they don't. Yeah, also, where was the team the whole time? The forest was on fucking fire. Just drinking. (laughs) Making fun of that that poor hipster? I hated that part where they made fun of the hipster. He wasn't even a hipster. He just had glasses and, like, a white guy fade. (laughs) 
Yeah, he just had glasses and like a sweater on, and they're like, "You dating a guy like this? <laughs> Where did you loser. find him?" Like she's like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, he's mildly attractive. He has a really good job, a stable. We have he a really stable life. Teeth he's not. Every he's, not day. Pr- he's, he's not prone to domestic violence, especially given the area that we live in. And like- he doesn't kill kids in fires." <laughs> Oh, I also uh, one of my favorite parts was that they the survivor school that John Bernthal and his wife lived at was called the Soda Butt Survival School. Soda Butt Survival School, and then you made they made sure that they were survivalists because uh, at one point John Bernthal's wife is torching a dude's face with a bear mace, and he goes, "She's a survivalist." <laughs> He's like, that's a trigger word. Don't let her, don't let her get on the phone. She's, a, hey, that's, a, she's a survivalist. <laughs> oh, oh man! Did you guys have any more favorite parts? Because that's really it for me. No, I think yeah, I think that's about it. There was that one scene where she's a, uh, where you know our black queen, the only person who seemed to do anything right in this movie or make a sound decision. Yep. Uh, is about to execute Aiden Gillen and just go and he goes, I hate it here or something. I hate Montana. And she just like, she goes, it hates you back and just shoots him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) She she was, she was great. She was the most badass character in the movie, way smarter than Angelina Jolie. And John Bernthal was the dumbest, stupidest, worst cop I've ever seen in my entire life. He had no foresight uh or anything like that he just put himself in the worst situations at all times oh there was one more thing that you know we kept bringing up throughout the movie angelina's back is just (laughs) destroyed that was gonna be one of my least favorite things (laughs) oh man so let's get sorry let's get into it then brianna least favorite parts let's talk about angelina jolie's back what'd you hate about it (laughs) so angelina jolie our girl angie she's She's not in her Lara Croft Croft days anymore. She's pretty lean and not muscular. She's very lean. She even describes herself as lean in the film. So she's taken two big hits. The first one, she falls, I don't know, I'm not good with math, but she falls a decent amount from... I want to say 20 feet. She falls... (laughs) Yeah, I want to say 20 feet. She falls probably two stories at least from a rope so she gets rope burn on her hands and she falls straight on her fucking back it's not like i hit my feet and then went back it's just all spine she takes she it right in the spine twice <laughs> twice and then and later in the movie she also falls again right just dead on dead on the spine and she gets up and she's fine wait she's so another thing we're forgetting what what was her other injury she sustained in the movie? She got some. She was struck by lightning. Oh my god, I forgot about that. She was struck by lightning even though she claimed she wasn't, but her foot was like all crusted up and her back had a pretty pretty good welt on it from getting struck by Percy Jackson and it was uh it was quite intense and she tried to play it off to the teenage boy teen thing and she's like no i'm fine but like she takes her sock off and it's like crusted onto her foot and she's like no i'm good man i'm good she only had a limp she only had a limp she also, had a limp that she developed for like five seconds and then it went away <laughs> <laughs> nicholas holt beat the shit out of her 
Yeah, he oh, fucking pounded her face in, and she was like, "I'm fine." She uh, had no pro. She only had like a little bit of scarring on her face, but he fucking walloped her. Yeah, like he killed her. His twin brother died. Like, where was he? Should have had so much rage, and she's like, "Nah, good. Like, I'll just put an MRE on it. No big deal." <laughs> <laughs> just put I'm get fine. one of those iced ones. I'll put it on my face. I'm fine. What were some of your least favorite parts, Max? Uh, least favorite part was okay. A Tyler Perry was in the movie just for no reason. What a tease! That was, that was so <laughs> dumb. He, I hate that shit. I, like, what? Why did I need Tyler Perry to be in this thing? No, no idea. Um, I don't know if it's a. I guess my least favorite part is kind of like how the everything felt like they were always circling back to the watchtower, and. I, or the fire tower, and I didn't really understand why. And I kind of, I was kind of hoping that this would be more of like a home alone type deal. Oh, you wanted her to use the forest in her like to her advantage because she knows the lay of the land, kind of thing. And, and like you know, they reference the soda butt survival school like fifty times. I don't think she was there though. I think it was, but the other people were, and I figured like, oh, there's just gonna be like a, a link up, and they're gonna be like, you know, yeah. set booby traps or something. You know who was at the soda butt survival camp that did a shit job of surviving? <laughs> John Berthal? No. Well, yeah, him. No. But the the dad. Old Jake Weber. Yeah. He was at the Soda Butt Survivors Club? Yeah, that's how yeah. he knew John Berthal and our queen. Like, that's how they all met. Oh, like, he was at okay. Soda Butt, and that's when, remember, one of the twins, I don't know which one, they looked exactly the same. <laughs> when he saw the picture in... One in the dad's house, he was like, oh, man, this soda butt survival camp. I bet that's where he's fucking headed. So, like, they all knew. <laughs> right, <laughs> And right, he couldn't right. survive at all. Like, he did a worse job no, surviving no. than John Bernthal. You know, to to Max's point about the fucking why it always went back to the tower, maybe it's because it's the only thing that saved John Bernthal and his pregnant wife at the end of the movie? Well, he died. Yeah, I don't think John oh, Bernthal he survived. D- well, it saved it saved her. Yeah, I don't want to have to tell you that, but she she she, sur- she survived and he was Because she's a fucking smart bitch though. <laughs> no, but I'm just yeah. saying like that's why maybe like maybe the tower was important because it was supposed to be like it's like the only place where you can really survive, that or a creek. No. True. It just look. I had. I. I will say. Like I had a fun time watching it with y'all. Yeah. So like, I, I, kudos to the movie for that. Thank you for the twins. I hated the weird macho firefighters that were in it for like ten seconds. It was so weird. They were just like, drinking beers. Weird. Like we were talking about how they were just they they were blasting Toby Keith coming down from the parachutes, <laughs> cracking beers. Like, what's up, pussies? You in the middle of a fire? <laughs> Yo, that your boyfriend? He looks like a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking weird. Oh God, who wrote that part? Oh, definitely uh, Chris Levite or whatever the fucking the third guy was, <laughs> the dude who wrote fucking Warcraft. <laughs> It's like what? What kind of? What? How do people talk in bars nowadays? Oh yeah, they they just make fun of hipsters. Why the? Why would this hipster be at a random bar in the middle of Montana? 
because he wanted to be <laughs> they the met on Tinder. soda butt camp. <laughs> Listen, this is coming from the... Yeah, I'm going to soda butt next week. This is coming from the same man who wrote K-Pax. Give him some... Sl- cut him some slack, okay? You're right, you're right. You know? Um, you guys got anything else, though? Because that's pretty I much it. I think there is something worth mentioning. We What's know that? it's soda butte, but we want to call it soda butt. <laughs> yes, we're not yeah, ignorant. Sure. We, we understand that, but it's just funnier to call it soda butt. Because I don't want to hear people go, oh, you guys, you know, it's butte, it's butte, it's not butt. But you know what? It sounds a lot funnier. And this yeah. movie needed humor because it was pretty depressing. There was like a raging fire. The poor kid's dad just fucking gets popped right in front of him to the point where the kid almost voms. He's almost <laughs> like, ooh. He almost tosses his poor little cookies and he's... It's it was graphic to see those things go through him, and it was like, oh, he gets over that death quick, instantly. Like I don't even, I didn't even care about my dad. That's so what happens when your dad's a forensic accountant. You're just always ready for him to get whacked. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's just been waiting for it. He's like, I knew this day would come. I knew this day would come when my dad got his CPA. <laughs> And they get caught up in the game. I knew these twins would come one day. <laughs> the Blackwell brothers. Oh. Oh. I've heard about them. <laughs> and by the way, that fire was never put out. That shit is still ravaging. But and, it missed uh, everybody uh, important in the movie except for John Byrne, yeah. though. It's still ravaging in the Taylor Sheridan Montana universe. <laughs> yeah, Yellowstone next season is going to be based all around it. <laughs> you see some assholes down down the, the a couple forest over starting a fire. <laughs> there goes them damn back Blackwell brothers, Jack and Pat. You gotta reroute the pastures now. Uh, all right. I think that's the review. Unless you guys have anything, any other high level thoughts? You Another wanna... thing. Oh, I also, Brianna. I know Brianna was she was really paying attention, even though she wasn't surprised. I also just didn't like how they picked two British actors to play these twins who we don't really know where they come from, but they're twins. But they could have just let them be British. Like why did they why did they make them why did they make Littlefinger do his lame American accent? Nicholas Holt didn't really talk a lot, so it didn't make a difference. But why couldn't they have just been British? Ah, because Tyler Perry wasn't British. Tyler Perry could have done a British accent. He's he a great actor. Met him at a truck stop, <laughs> and then that was it. That was it. Like, Tyler Perry was just there for the Buckies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was filming a stealth camp video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty four hours at, Bu- at Bucky's stealth camp. Hell yeah. Hey, if you guys want to come see me, I'm doing a twenty four hour stealth camp at this Bucky's. He's like, did you, did you, did you guys subscribe? Did you make sure to subscribe? I asked you last hey, week. Hey, man, I, uh, I noticed you're not following me on any socials. Uh, I'm going to need you and uh, your brother to fix that. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Your twin no problem, brother. Sir. Not just any your brother. twin brother. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Y'all ain't no twins. <laughs> oh, maybe we should watch a Ke- uh, Ken, Domic, Ken Domic video after this and record it. <laughs> But that's all. Those are just my, the rest of my high-level thoughts. That's kind of something that just bothered me. I was like, you know, they they were perfectly, they were okay in the film, but they could have just let them be the, their natural selves. And just, it's not like they would have ever explained it. They didn't explain a lot of things, so it wouldn't have left us hanging or anything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Max, anything? No, I mean... 
like I said, I had fun. I had fun watching it with you. I will not recommend this movie to anybody under the right circumstances. It will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Take it for what it is, people. That is the review for those who wish me dead. I hope you enjoyed. And now we will move on to one of my favorite parts of the show. And that is when we find out Brianna, what Brianna watched this week. Okay. Brianna's coming hot off of finishing season five of Better Call Saul, where I'm pretty sure I don't know if it ended. Like, I don't know if I actually watched the last episode. I felt like there was just so many things that were unanswered, but that's what happens when you only pay attention half the time. So, (laughs) my bad. Yeah, that's your life. That's your life. (laughs) But I watched two things that I would like to highlight. One, they're both on Netflix. Because that's what I pay eight ninety nine for. I gotta get my money's worth. Not even the HD. Brianna doesn't pay for the HD version of Netflix Max. That is. I have it, like a uh, a nice four K like ultra HD TV, and I'm like, no, I can't, can't pay for that. <laughs> that Netflix that is, is too. Much. The, that's, what? <laughs> hey, you know, just, Dogecoin just hasn't dabbles. hit yet, so. I just gotta I gotta pay for that eight ninety nine. Hey, if you wanna look, you're talking to the Dogecoin loss <laughs> master over here. I heard I'm talking to the cryptocurrency queens. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, losing money. I know what I'm I know what I'm doing in a in a bull market, I tell you that. Alright, so, what'd you watch though? So two Netflix available shows. One was a documentary called Some Kind of Heaven. It was about the villages in Florida. Does anyone know what those are? I have heard of that. It's about like the the senior the senior homes, right? There's over like I think there's three hundred and fifty thousand people that live there, and they're it's just like a retirement village. It's literally like a Disney World for old people. That's pretty. What do they have? Well, my my mom's former best friend lives there, and I thought it was fascinating when I came upon it on Netflix that I was like, oh, interesting. But it basically highlighted three different people, and then one was a couple, about how the Villages isn't this perfect retirement community. It's actually kind of tough to live there. One of the people was from Boston, Barbara. She moved down there with her husband. And I think, like, after 11 years, he, like, passed away, and it was kind of, like, sudden, and she didn't know, and it was kind of sad. It made me sad. And then she was just out there looking for some love, and I was like, girl, I relate. I relate for you. Like, she was married. She thought she was going to go down there and live the dream with all the other oldies, and then poof, she didn't. And then, like, one guy talks to her, and she's like, oh, my God, he digs me. And turns out he's just, like, a an outgoing guy. <laughs> And I was like, oh, girl, I feel your burn right now. (laughs) Was it depressing? No, it was, like, interesting. It's an interesting documentary. There's another guy who (laughs) lives in a van, and he's just looking for a woman so he can live with her in the villages because it's pretty damn expensive to live down there. But when you think about all the amenities you get, like, you literally don't have to leave. Is he camping outside of the He's in, like, one of those vans that... he. Like he a lives camper in a van, van, 
and he just like lives outside the villages and he tries to meet wealthy women from the villages and like well no you can you can drive into the villages it's a totally public area you can drive in there you can you know use all the things they have i don't know about the pools and stuff but you can use like all the other stuff they have no problem so he would just drive around in his little van and like you know he'd put on his cute little like retirement outfit and he'd go to like the socials they would have and he would try to like talk up these women and then he realizes like he's on the run from the california like parole board What the fuck? And that's Yo, why he you know is in is. his van. He like drove from California to Florida in this van and he's like out of money. <laughs> and it's like, what? Mantis. Who, who, you know who that is. That's Polish father-in-law. That's Polish father-in-law. Brianna, the podcast, the 90 Day Fiance podcast we listen to, uh, Kyle has a Polish father-in-law who he refers to as Polish father-in-law who lives in a van in Florida and just like drives around. From California to Florida, often. Yeah, often. Well, see, he can't go to California because he's on the run from California, so that's uh, why. Okay, okay, wow. okay. And then when he gets down to Florida, like, he does, he finally, once he realizes, like, the police spotted his van, he tries to, like, put it in, like, a storage area. Not, like, in a storage unit, but he, like, parks it in a storage area, and he fa- calls one of his old, like, flames and, like, lives with her for, like, an un talked about amount of time and then he's like yeah i don't like being tied down by one woman (laughs) and then you see it (laughs) he's like 85 it's really sad like he's calling people on the phone he's like yeah you know can i have some money and it was like oh gosh but at the same time like this woman was letting him live with her like they were in her mind dating she would make him lunch like it seems like a pretty good deal to me and then he was like yeah no i don't like how i only get to be with this one woman and it was like well that's you know you gotta make sacrifices dude unless you want to live in your van for the rest of your life and Men then ain't shit. there was this other couple that was also sad not like you know depressing way it was just like a oh way and uh, the guy is really big into weed, but <laughs> think about it as, like, you're, I don't know, 70, 80 years old, and you're still, like, just in your one of your rooms just token away. That's dope. And your wife is like, uh, honey, what are you doing? And you're really <laughs> into Tai Chi. You don't wear matching shoes not for like i'm just old and i forgot like i think it's a style choice and then all of a sudden you get caught with twenty dollars of weed and five dollars of coke on you by the police and then you get sent to court and you admit that yeah i had five dollars of coke on me and they're like ah i wouldn't have said that my dude (laughs) well that's i think i think that's enough I think that's enough about the old the old people home. <laughs> the, <laughs> the other villages. <laughs> it was interesting though because the villages is it's supposed to be you know the place you go before the glue factory, and uh, <laughs> it is supposed to be like one step away from heaven, and that's why they highlighted it as like not for everybody, Ooh, especially this guy living in his van. And mm. then I oh. watched the woman in the window. Ugh, these, ugh, what is that? It's a new Netflix movie starring Amy Adams. It has Gary Oldman, what's-her-face, Julianne Moore. 
And a reunion between Anthony Mackie and Wyatt Russell. They never actually yeah. see each other, though. What? What kind of movie is this? It's a. It was really interesting. It's like number one on Netflix, and it's What's all it again? the woman in the window. I would give it a recommend only because there's points where you're audibly shouting, like I was last night when I What's was it watching about? it. So it stars Amy Adams as this depressed child counselor. I don't even think she's, they say doctor, but they, I don't think she's a real doctor, like in that sense. But she's like a depressed child counselor who lives in this big apartment or this big, uh, I don't know, townhouse in Manhattan. And Wyatt Russell lives in her basement. Nothing sexual going on, which was, like, kind of depressing for me. I thought there was going to be something there. But there wasn't. And she has agoraphobia, and so she spies on all of her neighbors. And there's... I don't want to give it away because I want you to see it because it's just... Is this just Rear Window? No, it's easy to watch. It's on Netflix, but I don't want to give it away. But it's good. Like, there's some... The cast is stacked. It sounds like Alfred Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's a little. Have you ever seen Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf? Like yes. really, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, yeah. That's it's, based off. That's based off Rear Window by Alfred Hitchcock. It's or, sort of like that, but there's some like twists and turns that you're not really expecting, and you're like, oh, okay. So they just took Disturbia and made it a female lead, Amy Adams. Not quite. Mm, I'm skeptical. But I would, I, remember how I told you, I mean, you watched fucking buddy games after I mentioned it one time, and you were like, Brianna told me I gotta watch buddy games, so you can fucking watch this movie. Mm, I suppose, I suppose. No, the cast looks great, and the writer, the dude who wrote it wrote Lady Bird. Like, Jennifer Jason okay. Lee is in it for, like, a hot sack, she's cool in it, she's got some weird teeth. Lady Bird <sighs> was a good movie. But, I would watch it, I enjoyed it. And it wasn't like I enjoyed it because it was a bad movie like Salt. It's just, um, I'll never watch it again. It was, it kind of scared me, but it got a little too real because I was like, I'm going to be a shut-in one day. So <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> okay. It was a little, little took you down there. I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Um, I watched Volcano with Max this week and you can find that commentary uh, on Dopeflix. They are officially called Dope Tracks. Just so everybody knows. Oh my gosh, that's cute. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, yeah we're doing our thing over there. Um, but yeah, you can you can either just listen to it and listen to our commentary, or you can sync it up with the movie Volcano, which you can find on your streaming platform. Uh, Dope any, tracks any is much better than jizz art. <laughs> Hard agree. I've been trying to tell him that. But. It's amazing that those minds can think of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you watch anything this week, Max? Anything anything of uh, note? Yeah, I binged Jupiter's Legacy. I did too. Oh. Uh, we talked about that. Like it's campy, uh, but it's good. Um I really enjoyed it. I uh, I'm looking forward to season two. And I also watched uh Yasuke, the uh anime about the black samurai that uh Lakeith Stanfield uh voices the lead for. Yep. Yep. That was awesome, too. That's six episodes, right? Mm-hmm. It's a really quick watch, but it's pretty dope. Um, if you're into, like, if you like Afro Samurai, you're going to love okay. this. So, Brianna yeah. loves her some Lakeith Stanfield. I do. Uh, he's a king. 
He's the moan champion too. Do y'all know that? No. What does that mean? <clears throat> so y'all know what the app Clubhouse is? Yeah. I don't. Please explain it for regular people. <laughs> so Clubhouse is an app basically where a person can host a room and people can join and that person can just talk. And, you know, people have to be uh, like raise their hand to talk and the moderator has to let them speak. Um, so what? A while back. Yeah. A lot of people use it like uh, for movie discussions and watch alongs. Okay. Um, so a while back on Twitter, these women started a moan championship uh, for the man who could make the sexiest moan. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield found out about this uh, championship match and threw his hat into the ring, and he won $200 as the moan champion. Interesting. Well, that's impressive. I feel like I could do really well. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't give us any samples. Maybe next next week. Nope, never. We're gonna need we're gonna need uh, time to fill. Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fantastic though. I love that. Love Lakeith Stanfield. Shout out him. Should have won an Oscar. Probably not this year though. <laughs> Fucking uh, he will one day. <laughs> sooner or later. Uh, I. I just want to backtrack a little bit and say that everybody should definitely go watch Jupiter's Legacy. It's not for everybody. It's not a Marvel movie. It's a bit campy in terms of the fights, and some of the scenes kind of remind you of, like, a Power Rangers. But it's it's good enough. It's interesting. The story's really cool. And uh, generational superheroes, like, that kind of storyline always, always excites me. So I definitely say go check it out. I didn't want to watch yeah. it because I didn't want to see Josh Duhamel with like a gray, long-haired wig. Well, well, you also see him regular, so he's still he. You see him normal too. Yeah, but and in my mind, he lives regular. Like I don't want to see him like that. Well, you see him half and half. No, it's about half and half. Well, check it out. You can have a little. Uh, you watch Buddy Games. Yeah, I didn't watch As Buddy Games. I told you that. Ugh! Just you bitch. Shut up, you bitch. Headlines. You're just mad that I tricked you. <laughs> I said headlines. <laughs> We're moving on. Uh, headlines of the the week, ladies and gentlemen. I sent a sent an article over to Max and Brianna uh, from Slash Film. It is a trailer for the new Netflix series Sweet Tooth, and it's not a cooking show, which I was surprised. Uh, it's it's based <laughs> off a DC comic book. I got both of your takes before the show, and they're actually the complete opposite of each other. So, who wants to start? <laughs> Well, let's go, twin. I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> hmm. You, I, you know, I'll go first. I'll give my thoughts. Let me hear it. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the trailer. I was like, okay, cool. Like, uh, do you want to tell I the people like what I'm it's about? Enjoy. Say what? You want to tell the people what it's what it's like about loosely? So <laughs> <No>. it basically <laughs> seems like there's a pandemic uh, ha- happening. And people are dying, but then somehow hybrid babies start coming around, which people need to start asking the question where the fuck them hybrid babies came from. Yeah, who's fucking deers and shit, man? It was a pandemic. People got desperate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the lockdown hit us really hard. Uh, So, yeah, uh, I guess now, like, these uh, hybrid people live in hiding because uh, there's people that are hunting them. Well, they're um, animals. People hunt animals all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you want to mount That's them. fair point. <laughs> mount that little kid. 
But yeah, uh, I can't remember the one dude's name who is like, I guess going to be the coast. Well, the, I don't know how you can be the co-star to a fucking child, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but the trailer, I was like, okay, cool. I'll check this out. I'm interested. Yeah, right? Like, a, a dude essentially finds one of these, like, uh, half-animal kids, and he tries to protect him, or, like, bring him along on a journey. It's like, it's like one of those kind of films, like, or shows, like, it's, it's a kid and a, I, honestly, Angelina, they try to do that tonight. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, but they made the that kid. one, like, oddly sexual. This one seems yeah. pretty platonic. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I, I would hope Yeah, that. that would be really weird. <laughs> um, another headline I had, guys. <clears throat> Bruce Willis and John Travolta to reteam for first time since Pulp Fiction in Paradise City. So John Willis, uh, John Willis, Bruce Willis is going to play a <laughs> renegade bounty hunter who must carve his way through the Hawaiian crime world to, re- to <laughs> wreak vengeance on the kingpin played by John Travolta who murdered his father. I swear, Pass. if Dog the Bounty Hunter is not in that movie, I'm not going to see it. Isn't he canceled? He Dwayne said the Dog the Chapman? A lot, but nobody cares. It's Hawaii. I mean, That's if true. they didn't cancel John Travolta, they're not going to That movie sounds, guys, that movie sounds awful, though. We yeah, talked about Bruce terrible. Willis being a just... He can't, but him and John Travolta in a movie, that like, does that excite anyone John Travolta is still mourning the death of his wife. Like, he doesn't know what he's thinking right now. But, like, how much are they paying them to do these movies? Well, that, do they need a pay? Like, they, it it must be a couple mil for, like, not a lot of work, right? At or this point, the both of them, be. yeah, it has to be a minimum of, like, three. Because they're not, fa- they're not, like, famous, famous anymore. I bet if you asked a normal, like, 18-year-old that's on TikTok, TikTok all the time and just, like, <laughs> doesn't really give a shit about movies, that, I bet you they don't know who fucking Bruce Willis is. They definitely don't know who John Travolta is, so. No, for sure not. I don't see how anybody could be excited for this movie. But they're also still bringing in the the money, obviously. They, they're not doing this for free. Oh, fuck no. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, wow, what I, a headline. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it looks awful. I just wanted to share it because it doesn't. What a headline for people just, our age. It bums me out. It's just like, why? What's the point? Like, what, 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 why would you do something like that? What a waste. What a waste of, like, uh, production, you know, a yes. crew. Just, let's make another movie instead. Just any other movie would oh. have been fine. I have a little uh, tidbit here. The kid, the ki- the little half-deer boy uh, in this, in the, the previous movie we were talking about, was also in the movie Playing With Fire. Just a little something for you. Oh, so Playing it's the same Fire universe. much better with the movie. I think playing fire was better than tonight's movie. Not even lying. It was funny. It was at least funny. (laughs) And Judy Greer. (laughs) You guys have any uh, headlines? Um, no. Brianna? Not really. Yeah, Nicholas Holt has a twin dating Gillian. (laughs) 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 I got, I got, I got one last headline. Okay. Send it. So. I found out that there is a uh, podcast academy, and they just had their awards ceremony. Did like we the inaug- inaugural awards ceremony. Unfortunately, neither Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags or Dope Flicks won anything. 
Well, they're racist. They so. <laughs> definitely racist. racist. Yeah, must be uh, an HFPA me. thing. <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm culturally abundant with my uh, in terms of my co-host. So don't come at me. Hashtag me too. Um, <laughs> Dying for Sex was named the podcast of the year. I, I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, Let me Google it. They call they're called the Ambies. That's like the the Ambians. Like the Ambies, yeah. Like, like the, how the much Ambies. can you listen to before you fall asleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, dying for sex name podcast of the year, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna read out some podcasts, the list of podcasts that that were uh, up for that award. I want to know if you guys know any of them. Um, Blockbuster, the story of James Cameron. I did <laughs> I didn't know that was one. What? That's a yep. podcast. Nah, no. Uh, what? Bunga Bunga. Chasing Cosby. What? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> Who's listening to this shit? Detours. Dirty Diana. For Life, the podcast. Forgotten Women of Juarez, which I act- I actually did listen to that podcast, and that was that was actually a really good podcast. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, Say Their Name, and then The Happiness Lab, and so those were all. Those were all nominated. And in addition to that, though, a podcast named Winds of Change took home like three awards, including Best Host, Best Reporting, and Best Nonfiction Screenwriting. And uh, there were 23 categories out of, out of everything. Who voted on these Google users? Well, like, I guess like the Podcast Academy. Yeah, I was about to say the Academy. If this is just a brand new Academy, especially a podcast one, it's just bought. Who, so right? Did you look up Dying for Sex? What is it? Yes, Dying for Sex. I'll read the synopsis for you. Um, when Nikki Boyer's, uh, <clears throat> when Nikki, when host Nikki Boyer's best friend Molly is diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, she decides to do something bold. She leaves an unhappy marriage and embarks on a series of sexual adventures to feel alive. Wow. Uh, okay. okay. All right. It's just it's just a podcast about fucking. So this lady, so this lady went on a like a a death bang trip. Like she's dying and she went on a bang trip. Yeah. <laughs> Seems that way. What the fuck? And okay, what about Wind of Change? Because that one best host. Wind of Change. Do you Which have another be podcast we don't know about? I better be in that category next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did this wind of change? Did the CIA write a power ballad that ended the Cold War? Okay, all right, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm well, good. I actually, I, I don't want to be nominated anymore. <laughs> I take it all what back. The fuck? Is this dude? Are we Patrick in the, Raiden Keith? Is the dude's name? Are we in the wrong the wrong category? Should we be doing like Nazi rock ballads? What's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> Nah, I mean, I, I mean, if we're being honest, like the podcast market demographic is probably a lot of just nerdy white dudes who be listening to shit that thinks it like, yo, yeah, I just got done listening to this podcast called Wind of Change. Uh, did you know that the CIA actually wrote the uh, Scorpions song Wind of Change? Like, oh, cool. Can you tell me in in long format? I'm going to go to this dude's Twitter. Well, compared to that synopsis, Dying for Sex sounds much more exciting. Yeah. I want to know what Chasing Cosby is. I'm going to Google that real quick before we leave. It's the story of, like, Lisa Bonet. End the show on that. (laughs) 
The definitive account of Bill Cosby's transition from revered father figure to convicted criminal, told by a veteran crime reporter and former senior writer for People magazine. What? Cool. Cool. I'm good. I uh the 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 guy who won best toast. I've got one of his best tweets this week pulled up. Uh, most likes. <clears throat> me, hey, eight year old. Hey, me. How was school? Eight year old. Good. Me. What happened? Eight year old. I won. Me. What did you win? Eight year old. Everything. That's the tweet. That's the whole tweet? I thought That's there was going to be something tweet. good after that. How many one? likes did he nope. get? 244. He has 50K followers. You know what? You know what? I think on that note, I'm going to end the show. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think we need to, I don't think we need to go into it any further. <laughs> Max, thank you so much for joining us, man. I really appreciate you coming on and watching this Yo, with thank us. Thank you all for having me. I had a great time tonight. I had a blast. Uh, re- really, really enjoyable time. Come on any anytime you want. Any movie. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything going on, so I'm free. All right, good to know. See, I told you this was a good movie for us to watch with him. Yeah, Brianna, good call. Good call. I didn't. I thought the movie was actually going to be good. So I think we all (laughs) kind of thought the movie was going to be at least a little good, right? I will say this: I had more fun watching this than Without Remorse. That's that's big facts. Without Remorse was boring as fuck. I don't even remember that movie. Didn't we just watch that? <laughs> the year. <laughs> yeah, it did two two weeks ago we watched that. We we recorded a whole podcast about it. That's how much it sucked. You don't even remember. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can hit us up on Twitter, on Discord, on Instagram, as always. We love you so much. Next week we are watching Army of the Dead, starring Batista, which is going to be fucking badass on Netflix. Can't wait for it. Brianna, say goodbye. Max, say goodbye. Goodbye. Later, everybody. Thank you. Peace.